Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right. Here we go. Bink at night. Sports Machine, Sean Levine with Chris Uno Cero for the next three hours here. 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com. And they tell me we're being heard all over the world on the Odyssey app. Boy, I've always thought Monday was the best day to do a radio show because you got all the crap that happened from the weekend, and there was a lot of crap that happened this weekend. Feel free to holler at us, 913-576-7610. You know the digits. You can also text the same number, 913-576-7610. So Tom Brady sort of retired, didn't. Chris and I will argue that here in a little bit. Um, Bruce is done in Manhattan, so that's over with. Conzo is out at MU. That's done with. I don't know if you saw a couple hours ago, Frank Martin, so not only one Martin out in the college coaching ranks, but Frank Martin out in South Carolina, so we have to talk about the chances maybe he would come back to Manhattan. Didn't end well the first time, but it feels like there was definitely a love from the fan base for that guy. Selection Sunday is official we got a whole lot of crap to talk about. Again, 913. Oh, and of course, with the Chiefs. Goodness gracious. I mean, are they going to make moves? Who's the second best team in the division now with all the moves that are being made? San Diego, or I should say the Los Angeles Chargers. Khalil Mack, and they added Jackson a couple hours ago. And obviously, Russell Wilson now in the division with the Denver Broncos. So we'll get to all that stuff. But let's start with college basketball where, like I was talking about, Bruce is out at K-State and Conzo's out at MU. Now, I want to know what makes one of these jobs better than the other. And I understand that if you went to college in Manhattan and kicked it in Aggieville and tipped a couple of back at Rusty's or back in the day at Hibachi Hut, there's got to be somebody out there driving around that remembers Hibachi Hut, right? In Aggieville? Just text me if you do. I'll find a prize for you. You get a stapler or something. Um, the Purple Pig. Remember those spots? Anyway, Kites. I think that's still there. If you're one of those people that used to kick it out there, I get it. You probably think that the K-State basketball job is significantly better than the MU gig. And then if you're a Missouri fan, you're like, oh, no, nah, Como's the place to be, and it's SEC and all this jazz. Well, here's the thing. Sometimes you got to back it up with numbers when you talk about the better job. Speaking of numbers, that's exactly it. They're going to get a lot of the same coaching pool, right? It's going to be a lot of the same type of coaches that are going to end up at one of these two schools. So first, I think it's, who has more to offer? 
And let's just face it, y'all. That's how it is at all of our jobs. Like, I don't care how much you love your job, how comfortable your corner office is, or your chair, or your desk, or your boss, or your situation. If they offer you double across the street, or if they offer you five times what you're making to come move states, you'll do it. I'll do it. So I think the first thing it's going to come down to is money, right? How much does K-State have to offer? How much does MU have to offer? I think it's going to be about the same. Then you got to move on to things like fan support, because with Bruce Weber, man, it was a very weird relationship because overall, if you look at what Bruce did compared to the aforementioned Frank Martin and Bob Huggins and all the other dudes, man, you got to go all the way back to like Dana Altman, where there was a coach that stuck around for a while that had as much success, especially in the NCAA tournament. I mean, that guy took K-State to the NCAA tournament multiple times and to the Elite Eight, Kansas State. So it kind of feels like Bruce – Never had it right with the fan base because of the guys that came before him. Bruce, well, I'm sorry, not Bruce, but uh, Bob Huggins was so popular when he came. And then, of course, you brought the recruits and you brought Frank Martin as your assistant coach and Bill Skywalker and Michael B. Easy. And then all of a sudden you got those guys and he leaves for West Virginia, but then you still got Frank Martin. Like it was a love fest with all those guys and they were winning and it was fun and NBA players like that was the time. And then Frank Martin, and then I should say Bruce came along after that. So I don't think he was ever really fairly judged. But when you take a look at the numbers, like I think it comes down to how important, how much can you win at a particular school? Is it easier to win at K-State or is it easier to win at MU? Here's what the numbers tell us. Since 2010, that's a pretty good sample size, right? Where are we? 22, so 12 years. Over the last dozen years, y'all driving around. Take a guess how many times MU has finished over 500 just in league play. And I say league play because that splits up the Big 12 time and the SEC. So in the last dozen years, go ahead, Chris, play along with us. In the last 12 years, how many times do you think MU has finished over 500 in league play? In league play? In league play. Well, three, four times? Three times. So good good on you for knowing that, but that's oh, crap. I didn't, I didn't know that. I literally just guessed. That's Mizzou crap, basketball, bro. Okay, so let's I play again. Guessed. Let's play again. <laughs> for K-State, let's just take the same time period. So the last 12 years, same question. You could say, oh, well, the conference they play, whatever. How many times do you think that they've done the same thing? Gone over 500 in four conference? Four times. Eight times, bro. Eight times, really? Eight times. Hmm. So it just tells you it's a little bit easier to win, or at least it has been recently at K-State. The Bruce, the, the Frank Martin thing is really interesting. I feel like that's one of those things where – we probably don't know exactly how that relationship ended. I know that he had a bad relationship with the AD at the time, and a lot of the fan base loved that guy. I wanted to sign him up for a long time. And I feel like Frank, for the most part, loved K-State also. Like, it feels like it was a pretty good relationship. I was looking. He was in South Carolina for 10 years, guys. That was 10 years ago that he was roaming the sidelines in Manhattan. So would he be willing to come back? I'm pretty sure they'd welcome him back with open arms in Manhattan. Would they be willing to say, you know what? We'll go with a young buck. We'll take one of those up-and-comers, you know, a name that you've never heard of, whoever goes deep in the NCAA tournament from some directional school. Hey, man, leave Vermont Tech North Junior College and come come to K-State. Come to Manhattan, the 785, baby. They might be able to lure a guy like that for a few million bucks. Hell, if you're MU and you want to stay maybe in the family, you talk to Kim English. They've got some options. Maybe if you want to stay in, uh, you know, old SEC country, a guy that's been there before, dare I say, Rick Patino, would they do that? 
Has he, has, he, has he muddied his name too much where MU would be like, look, he would put asses in seats and he would win basketball <laughs> games and get recruits? Nah. Nah? Excuse me. No, you're good. Flame in my throat. Uh, I, I don't. Because I mean, why? Because. Not because he isn't a good coach. I mean, he's a great coach. No, it's because he's a scumbag. Of the prostitutes. Yeah. Oh, you know, no, like, you know. Oh, so he slept with a woman in the back of a oh, restaurant that wasn't his wife. That. That I don't was care okay. about that. It's the that prostitute scandal. Oh, yeah, that one, too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't care about mm-hmm. the. I mean, hey, dude, get, no, I get, get it. it how you live in particular. Sure, but, yeah. but like I, the <laughs> prostitute thing is probably eh, it might be a little bit too. Yeah, uh, no, you that, know. that might be it. Okay. I okay. mean, I personally don't care that he did it, but I get certainly it. I get it. I get it. It'd be hard to sell boosters on. What that. about this? What if it was K-State and they were like, OK, there's a guy that's had success in the state recently as a head coach at the college level. that's kind of muddied his name. What about Greg Marshall? No. Too early for no. that? No. No. OK, well, then whoever the hire is going to no. suck. Not be interesting is what you're telling me. That's uh, Marshall's not. He's out of the question. Well, let me tell you the problem. That like you, you hear about his his reputation ain't too good right now. So now I mean I don't do think Patino's exactly sparkling. Oh, just that's why I don't think it's a good. That's a good hire either. <laughs> I don't I don't think Patino's and I I think he'd be a great coach. I just you know I'd be worried about the whole prostitute. Thing. No, I get it. I get it. Here's the problem though. There's, I would say, five different levels to college sports when it comes to coaching. And don't get it twisted. The coaches are the superstars of college. In the NFL, like, you know, you could probably name 25 head coaches or whatever. But in, in college sports, like, don't get it twisted. John Calipari is the, the, the face of the state of Kentucky. And Bill Self is the face of the state of Kansas. Like, and so was Bill Snyder. These guys are big time. That being said, these schools aren't necessarily when it comes to hiring their next coach. There's five different levels. You can be at level one, which for college basketball is like KU and Duke and North Carolina and football. It's like Alabama and LSU, right? You can be at level two and level two. Those type of coaches, they only leave for level one jobs. They're only going to leave. They're only going to jump ship if they've got barely a better opportunity. That's like if you get the Arizona head coaching job in basketball or UConn or Michigan state, you don't jump ship for anything except for KU or Duke or North Carolina, those type of jobs. In football, that would be like the Penn State type gigs. Like, it's a good, really good gig, but it's not the best. Wisconsin type thing. And then there's that third level. Chris, you're not going to like this, but I've got your Florida Gators when it comes to basketball. Oh, I don't care about the Florida Gators basketball. I'm just saying, like, I don't root for anybody. That's a third level. Let's just call it what it is. Out of five levels, that's a third level program. And in in football, I I guess. I mean, like I said, I, I. I'm not a college basketball fan, so in, I don't really care. In, in about football, the that's like Ole Miss or Iowa, you know, like middle of the road. You know, it's fine. That yeah, maybe next Iowa, level, probably not Ole Miss. That, I don't. I wouldn't consider Ole Miss to be that tier. Three. My point is that next level, that's where K State lives. That's where K State and MU basketball live. They're kind of on that fourth level. They're not the worst. When it comes to college basketball, they're not like trying to hire a coach for Georgia or Minnesota or some crap school like that that's never done anything. And look, it's the same for KU in football. This is not a smack-talking session for old Jayhawk here. KU's the worst when it comes to... I just hit puberty on the radio. The worst. There's levels. Like, for football, the same level that K-State and Missouri basketball coaching hires are would be like Iowa State type thing. So you got to know where you fit in, right? And you got to know who you're going to get. I'm very curious to see what level, what interests, what kind of angle both these, these schools go because they could go a bunch of different ways. And I really have no idea which way it's going to end up. Speaking of, don't know how it's going to end up. Coming up next, who are you guys thinking is the second best team in the division now? Because there's been a lot of shakeup. The Chiefs haven't really been involved in any of it. I'll get you caught up on all of the AFC West 
happenings coming up next. Bink at Night, Sports Machine, Sean Levine, 610 Sports Radio. This is Bink at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Yo, what's going on? Bink at Night. Chris Unocero, Sports Machine, Sean Levine. Good to talk to you guys again. In fact, I'll be here quite a bit. Like, I'm uh, I'm filling in for Bink a little bit. So, I don't know, tomorrow and maybe the next night they let me on. Oh, I'm on Wednesday night. Oh, okay. Well, then they're not. I think you got Thursday. Thursday? I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah, and then I think I got like Sunday or something like that. So, it's all good. Um, If you miss me, I'm on every Saturday on the BetQL Network on my national show. So, if you like fighting, you can check that out. By the way, that's Chris. I'm the sports machine. You know the digits. 913-576-7610. We're going to do something fun coming up here in a little while. I know you guys are going to get pissed off at me because it involves barbecue, and that always stirs people's emotions. But... I Only if you it. have bad barbecue takes. I don't think good well, ones. If you have good barbecue takes, okay. it's okay. I know. I, I have, mean, you're going to piss someone off anyways, no, just because people are sensitive about that subject. I have a barbecue take that everybody that listens to me regularly or has ever heard me knows that I know is a bad barbecue take, but I'm also not going to come off of it, which is that Rosedale Barbecue has the best side dish of any barbecue restaurant in Kansas City. Yeah, that is a terrible thing. Look, I've had all the other ones. I've tried them all. I'm just telling you that the corn nuggets, when you get them at the perfect temperature, a little crunchy, bro, don't worry about me. Have you had them? No. Okay. I ate there once, and I was like, never again. Don't, oh, okay. I'm not <laughs> I was te- like, never look, again. I'm not telling you that the meat is great. I'm not telling you that <laughs> they got like the best a, pulled pork like a, in town. That's like a big part of barbecue no, is having it. good meat. No, I get it. And I'm not, not good. I'm not talking up their ribs or like, anything. Uh, I was like, what is this? Dude, I didn't tell you their beans are good or their sausage. My girlfriend can make better barbecue than this. I, I, she has made better I never had it. Your girlfriend's barbecue, and I agree with that statement. All I'm suggesting is that I think they've got the best side dish. Anyway, it's not about side dishes. It's about the entire thing. And I seeded them all. First of all, let's get one thing out of the way. We're I mean, go. Rosedale cannot have made the cut, did it? <laughs> Did it make the cut? You want me to tell Did you it lose in the play-in game? You, got- <laughs> you cannot have this. It cannot have made it into the tournament. It had to be one of the first four out. No, they should Absolutely. be in the play-in game. I, no, no. They, okay. they, be, they should be playing in the NIT. I'm going to tell you guys the top two seeds right now. Let's go ahead and reveal these top two seeds right now. This is way better than the reveal they did on Sunday, by the way. We all knew who the one seeds were going to be, right? Like at that point. there was No, no I, didn't, I didn't watch it. Well, you didn't miss anything. There was well, no yeah, suspense. I didn't, I didn't watch it. I was like, I was like I'm not sitting around... And watching them announce teams and watch like people, players in locker rooms, like yeah, we made the tournament. Like yeah, I've seen enough of that. Like, no, that's I not, that, doesn't, that doesn't do it for me. Anymore. And don't worry, we'll get in that cheese Check conversation here in just a little bit. Tell me if you guys have a problem with. And I know we're gonna have a problem with where I put them and all that stuff. Just somebody are, said those corn nuggets are terrible in the James Bond. All right, nine one three five seven six seven six ten. They already killed your take. Bro. Listen to this. Here we go. Here's our top four seeds in the Kansas City barbecue bracket as. Decided by me, and then you guys can tell me how much of an idiot I am. Can we agree, Chris? Okay, Joe's top seed, whatever. They're a top four seed. They're they're uh, one yeah, seed. Okay, absolutely. Um, yeah. Jack Stack been around for a long time. A lot of locations. Not a one seed. They're a one seed. Not a one seed. Okay, well, I'm gonna give you my other ones, and no. we'll debate. Gates, how may I help you? That's a one seed. Oh, the Gates is a one seed. That's a one seed. Bryant's. Sure. Yeah, I know yeah, people. That's a one people. Seed. People either love it or hate it. Bryant's a one seed. 
I I mean I think it's overrated, but like a lot of people really love it. So sure, I would I would give it. Okay, so we agree on three of the four. We agree that Joe's is probably the top overall seed. Gates, Bryant's. Like it wouldn't if I made a personal bracket, it would not be a one seed for me. But I I under like I I give it respect because a lot of people love Arthur Bryant, so I'll I'll give it. Okay, you wouldn't necessarily. You said you wouldn't put Jack Stack as a lock. Is that because no? what I, the other ones? I think be? it's good. I just don't think it's a one. Your only other choice is Q39. No. That's it. LCs. I got LCs as, as the highest two seed. LCs is a one. They're the highest two. LCs is a clear one. I, see, I knew this is what get. It's a clear What's one. the last one seed? And then we'll figure I out would, the rest would, of this damn I field. mean, it, Jack Stack's very, very popular. Jack Stack's the other one, dude. Come it's, on. It's not as good as LCs. They might get upset by LCs as the tournament rolls oh, on. They would here. absolutely get rolled by we're LCs. We're going head to head. We got, we're here for the next three hours. I got the first six. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Keen seeds, in my opinion. And the question now is, did Rosedale make the field? That's what people are did wanting Did slabs to make it in? That's a good question off the, the text line. Did slabs now make it in? Now I've got to give in? you all my two seeds. Just tell us, did slabs make it in? Yes, yeah, of course okay, slabs good. made the field. Okay. Get, get out of here. Okay. Yes. Somebody slabs. said Q39 is a one. I think it's a strong two. We'll decide this here before we end this segment. Okay, I'll get you all the top two seeds. Anyway, let's get back to football here momentarily where I'm going to admit during the break, I didn't know the first name of the Jackson that the Chargers landed, JC? that cornerback. Yeah, so I Googled. I mean, I don't know what, I don't know what his I still don't. JC means. And I, I just but know I'm saying, JC. I'm saying I didn't know it was JC. I just knew it was Jackson. <laughs> Jackson. And, I, and I quit. That Jackson kid I quit, from the Patriots. No, I quit Googled Jackson Chargers, but I accidentally Googled Jackson Chargers. And Michael Jackson popped up and like a million charges popped up. So yeah. don't do that. Oh, yeah, the charges. Yeah, yeah charges, yeah. not yeah. chargers. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I yeah, screwed he, that He one had up. a lot of them. But, yeah, apparently this dude, along with Khalil Mack, so they're completely revamping the defense. Is that who worries you the most now in the division? Because we know they got the quarterback. I'll tell you this about the Chargers, man. I thought that when they changed coaches a couple of years back, that we would say, well, they're done charging. They're done costing themselves games and embarrassing themselves and finding ways to lose. Because unlike any other franchise I can remember, and you know, as Chiefs fans, we all wa- end up watching a lot of Chargers games, and then they end up in the afternoon, so we're watching that, being lazy after the Chiefs game. Man, they find more ways to screw things up. So until they don't, I'm not really going to believe in them. Maybe this is the year, and then I'll buy into them. You know what? I'm not asking for much. Do what the Raiders did last year. Go on a little bit of a run. Go 10-7. and seven, Make the playoffs. And then I'm like, okay, I'm sold. That team maybe is going places. But until then, you crap. By the way, maybe it's still the Raiders. They did make the playoffs last year. 
Derek Carr, don't look now, did have a really good statistical season. I'm not sure why they got rid of their coach. Hell, that coach probably could have been coach of the year. But anyway, so they made moves. And then, of course, last week, Russell Wilson, now in the division also with the Denver Broncos. Are they the second best team in the division because of the moves that they've made? Because the Chiefs, frankly, haven't really done a ton so far. We'll see what ends up happening. I think ultimately what's going to happen is there's going to be some of those kind of filler moves. I don't think you're going to see anything huge. Maybe they sign a re. Remember the last couple of years where like, well, I don't know if D-Rob's going to come back or I don't know if this guy's, it'll be that type of thing. They'll bring back a wide receiver or two, that type of piece. It's going to be interesting what ends up happening ultimately with Tyree Kill. That guy's messing with people on social media. Like the last like 24 hours, if you follow him on Twitter, so it was like Kansas City, we've come a long way, whatever that means, which is like a like a sounds like a somewhat positive, like, oh cool, they figured something out, and like he knows something that we don't. And then, yo, I'm not a big like I'm I'm not even a huge Twitter guy, I ain't gonna lie. But I'm not a huge emoji person. When a grown man like him, and I'm not this is not just a Tyreek thing. Plenty of people do this. My co host that I work with in Miami that I do that on my other show with, he does the same thing. And it's just to stir things up. Those googly eyes. You know what I'm talking about, Chris, right? Yeah. Like, Tobin does that a lot, yeah. You know him? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Dog, I've, I've listened to him. Yeah. What you, he's good. Dude, yeah, he's cool. But, like, same same crap. Like, okay. What, I do that when the, there's, like, a, a player that hits the open market. And I just tag the Chiefs in it. And I put the googly eyes. No, nah, you're, like actually, you're actually I one of the that. Twitter accounts that whatever, like, what you put out, there's substance to it. I'm not saying I always agree with it. Sometimes it's silly. But there's, I understand your point. Yeah. Wrong or right. I don't I don't like to tweet very subtly. Dude, so that's what like that's ninety percent of what Twitter is. But like the I well, got big the, news, well, for, the, for the athletes, yes. Yes, it oh is very God. but like they can't they, there's a lot Dorks. of stuff they know that they can't talk about. You oh, know, but they gosh. want you to know I know something. Or they don't know and they want you to think they, they got they something. Know. They know. Like Tyreek Hill knew what he was doing with that. It's not anything like I'm gonna leave. He knows that money's about to come his way and he's gonna stay with the team. Hey, here's the, here, here's all right, I'm gonna give you guys the two seats and then on the other side I'll reveal the rest of the bracket officially. So you we're asking of who is who in slaps? Yeah, of course slaps is in. I think slaps is probably the second two seed in my opinion. I got LC's barbecue, of course, as a two seed. Uh, Blast and simmered on a hickory pit. I got smokehouse barbecue. Now, some might say, oh, maybe they haven't been in the game long enough. They don't have enough locations. Those baked beans, yo, eat those things one time. I've never had it, so oh, I can't. Fire. I, can't, I can't comment fire. on that one. And then, and then I, I just w- know that 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 Fesco gets paid a lot of money. No, he so, does. So you know. I'll take his word. And then I got Q, and then I got Q39 as the top two seed. So again, here would be my KC barbecue bracket top two seeds. I would go, here are my one seeds. KC Joe's, Jack Stack, Gates, and Bryant's. My two seeds are Q39, LC's, Slaps, and Smokehouse. We're going to finish off the rest of the barbecue bracket. Then as the show rolls on, per text line, we're going to go head to head. I think there's going to be an upset. I think it's going to be somebody that we don't expect. And everybody is on the edge of their seats. Did did uh, did Rosedale Barbecue and their corn nuggets no. end up making the Trash. field? <laughs> and we'll probably talk some sports oh, also along the way. I'm the sports machine, Sean Levine. Be here till 9 o'clock with my boy Chris right here on 610 Sports Radio. This is Bink at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio.
Speaking of Royals baseball, spring training. Sweet, we got us some baseball. We've also got odds. I like to bet. Usually use, losing my money, but uh, I got some Royals odds for you. Some props coming up later on in the show. Like, Adalberto Mondesi, 2-1 to one to lead baseball in stolen bases. 2-1? to one? So that means not only is he going to be fast and he's going to get on base, that means he's going to play, right? Like, 2-1? to one? Doesn't that sound like it should be 20-1 to one just for him to put himself in position to do that? Anyway. We'll talk some Kansas City Royals coming up, but before that, let me get to some of these texts. 913-576-7610. Um, enough slandering of Rosedale Barbecue, by the way, from the 913. It's fallen off in the last decade. Yeah, well, you know what? It's lasted a decade. How many barbecue joints along in Kansas City have come and gone in the last 10 years? It's still there, baby. 816, y'all need to get out more. Slaps is the best joint in Kansas City. Look, it's, 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 it's really, it's really it's, good. No, it is. It's, it's, in, it's, not, it's in the field. It's not the best. Well, we're going to get to that. Um, Zarda, Sneeds, bro, I worked 30 seconds away from LC. Stop playing. It's got to be the best. Burnett Barbecue. All right. Well, here's who played in the playing games, if you're curious. Burnett Barbecue was in the playing game. And unfortunately, they won because they knocked out my beloved Rosedale Barbecue. Oh, good, because they're much, much better. No, I know they're they are. Much, but much it's just, better than it's, it's sad. It really is. Much oh, better goodness. than Rosedale. I shed a tear. They go down. Um, Burn in is like a strong play-in contender right there. Hayward's Barbecue, even though they changed locations on me. I got I've actually never had one. Oh, delicious. Hickory smoked. Best sausage in town. Well, Q39's got some pretty good sausage, too. Played in a play-in game. Not a big sausage fan. They got knocked out, unfortunately, by Sneeds. Sneeds took care of Hayward's, so... See ya. Thanks for coming, Haywards. Um, Zarda Barbecue. You would think, oh, Zarda Barbecue, the beans, a classic. Everybody knows the name, right? Somehow played in the play-in game. And since you guys weren't able to watch this, I'll go ahead and tell you about it. They got knocked out in an upset, actually, by Smoking Guns Barbecue. So Smoking Guns makes the field as a four seed. And then Plowboys was in a play-in game, and they took on Smokestack. That was a tough one. I felt like both those teams definitely earned their way to the field of 16. But you know what? Rules are rules. What are you going to do? They played each other head-to-head. And Plowboys Barbecue moves on, knocks out Smokestack. How about that? So the field is now officially set. There's your four seeds and your three seeds to round it out. BB's Lawnside Barbecue. What do you know about BB's, Chris? Granite I've actually Stones. never had BB's, oh, delicious. so I don't know. I, I, can't, I can't judge that one. Char Bar, a three seed, of course, a Westport staple. It has like a unique barbecue taste, even to Kansas City barbecue. Another three seed is Big T's Barbecue. Congratulations for making the field. And the final and the last in the field, Jones Barbecue in Kansas City, Kansas, made famous by the Jones sisters of Kansas City. So that is our Kansas City barbecue bracket. We will move on. We will take our one versus four coming up as the show rolls on, and we'll see how many upsets end up being pulled off. Let's get back into the Real sports, if you guys want to, where we can talk more about uh, basketball or football or whatever comes to mind. With uh, with the whole basketball thing, I think the question with KU is, is this team, is this a typical Bill Self team where we know that they're good enough to win the Big 12 regular season because been there, done that, right? Seen that before. Good enough to win the Big 12 postseason tournament. Yeah, I just saw that. So you can definitely check both those boxes, right? Are they good enough to win a national championship? Don't call me Switzerland. Don't tell me I'm sitting the fence for what I'm about to tell you. I don't know 
And the only reason I say that is I've watched every minute of every KU basketball game for as long as I can remember, like 30 plus years of what I used to watch KU basketball guys before I had cable TV. I grew up without cable. You guys remember Dave Armstrong? What was his thing? What did he yell? Oh, was it? Wow. I always get him confused with the great Bob Davis. Swish. Anyway. Remember they played on like channel 38 on the WB or channel 62, whatever the hell it was. Anyway, I've been watching KU hoops a long, long time. And there have been a lot of teams definitely that were better than this KU basketball team. But here's the thing. They're not going head to head against those teams, right? It doesn't matter if I think that the team with Julian Wright the year before they won the 08 championship. So in 07 was the best KU team or hell. Go back to teams before Bill Self got here. In my opinion, the best KU basketball team that I can ever remember was that Drew Gooden, Paul Pierce, Rafe LaFriend, Jacques Vaughn, Jared Haas team. That team was absolutely loaded. One of the best college basketball teams of all time. Would this KU basketball team beat that KU basketball team? No, they get absolutely smoked like you're at a Wiz Khalifa concert. But they're not playing them. And quite frankly, there's not another team in this field that is anywhere as close to that type of team. I know Gonzaga's number one overall seed. I got my bracket in front of me. We can talk about it. Arizona and Kansas and Baylor. That's a pretty wide open field by typical NCAA tournament standards, where I would tell you this. I think that all the following teams that I'm about to list, none of which, by the way, are one seeds, could cut down the nets. And in a lot of years, there's like, Six teams that could probably do it. Really like four teams. Sometimes it's so obvious. It's like, oh, it's going to be this team and that team. Then that's what ends up being. This is not one of those years. It's when your bracket, when you end up filling out your bracket or maybe you already have come Thursday, that thing's going to get ugly and have a lot of red ink all over it. Because I think not only can those four one seeds that we're talking about, obviously win the national championship, but so can these teams. I'm going to give you another 12 teams. That's a quarter of the field that can actually win this thing. Tennessee, that team's good. Kentucky, obviously. They rolled Kansas earlier. Villanova. Villanova still has players on that team that have won the national championship from a couple of years ago, and a coach has done it a couple of times. Auburn spent a couple of weeks this year as the number one team in the country. Duke, do it for Coach K. He looks like the count from Sesame Street. One, two. How about a team like Purdue? It's been a month this year as the number one team in the country. Got beat up in the Big Ten. They could definitely win the national championship. Texas Tech. Yo, that team is trouble. I got to look at their path because I haven't filled out my bracket just yet. But Texas Tech is trouble. Not only have they played a bunch of good teams this year in the Big 12, but on top of that, you look at their defensive numbers and their length. That team's going to be – for teams – see, the teams in the Big 12 – have the advantage knowing that they're going to play that team a couple of times. So they can kind of prepare for it, especially after the first go-round. But other teams, especially from small conferences, you match up against a team like Texas Tech that brings all these dudes that are six foot seven playing guard, and they can also play defense, good luck. UCLA, preseason top three team. They can win the national championship. A couple of players heading the league. Wisconsin, co-Big Ten champions. How about Iowa? If you haven't been paying attention to Iowa, that's the team I think everybody's looking at as far as KU fans go. All right, we win our first game. Cool. We probably win our second game. 
cool. And then it gets serious because Iowa right now is a white hot basketball team who clearly can beat anybody. You could argue the Big Ten was the best conference in college basketball this year, and they took home that postseason tournament. And they're averaging, don't look now over the last month and a half, 85 points per game. So they could just come and out score KU. That's scary if you're a Jayhawk fan. You almost hope that somehow they get knocked out, but I don't think it's going to happen. How about Illinois, UConn? I legitimately think that a quarter of the field this year could end up winning the national championship. But you know who can't? Missouri and K-State because they're not in the field this year. But they are looking for a new head coach, and I think I know who it's going to be. And I'll tell you next, right here. Bink at night, Chris Nocero, and the sports machine, Sean Levine, taking you until 9 o'clock right here on 610 Sports Radio. This is Bink at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Good Monday evening to you if you're driving around or kicking it at home, wherever you're listening to us. 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com. I don't know. Maybe you're my best friend in Myrtle Beach just chilling out, looking at the ocean, listening to us on the Odyssey app. However you're doing it, we appreciate it. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. On the sports machine, Sean Levine, that's Chris Unoser. The number is 913-576-7610. Shoot me a text. Say what's up. Chris, uh... When's the last time you got kicked out of an establishment? I know you're like mature now. In a oh, I've never been that. kicked out of an You've establishment. You've never been kicked out? No. In your whole life? No. What? Come on, dude. It's no. some I know you're all mature and stuff now, but like a few years ago, you had to have had so like. No. You've never got so inebriated where they've asked you to leave forcefully. No, never. Really? Like, okay. first off. Well, I'm making uh, it seem like it happens like every weekend. It's happened like three times, but I feel like it's a right of passage. Yeah, no, I've never. No, I've never wow. been kicked out of an establishment before. Um. I got kicked out of a, uh, I got kicked out of a casino one time. In fact, it was here. It was at Harris. You know, actually, I was with Nick Wright. This is like years ago. We went to go play, and uh, 
and I had pocket queens and I was good till the very end. And then I got busted like back to back Kings on the river, whatever it is. And, uh, I thought I was strong enough. <laughs> I, thought I, I thought I was strong enough to, I, cause I was so mad that the rage was running through my body. I was going to turn to Hulk all of a sudden that I was going to be able to like pick up the table and flip it. But little did I know that they bolt that table down to the ground, but I was able to move it like enough, like an inch where I shook it to the point that everybody else's chips fell. And so some two big ass dudes came and escorted me out. So anyway, before yesterday where I got kicked out of an establishment and I'm about to tell you about it, it had been a long, long time, like 10 years that poker story I just told you. But then yesterday I got kicked out of an establishment. Listen to this. Tell me if I'm in the wrong. And if I am, I'm willing to eat it. But if not, then I'm pissed off. I don't want to say the name of the place. It's a local mom and pops, like, grocer type type place. No more details. In the general Kansas City area, all right? Don't want to get anybody in too much trouble. And I frequent the place a lot because I kind of live in the area, you know, sometimes by foot. A lot. They're like three times a week. Most of the people know me. And I walk in the other day, Chris, and there's this dude that doesn't know me or whatever. And... I wasn't planning on getting anything, but I happened to be walking around, had some change in my pocket, and I'm like, oh, you know what sounds good? Have you ever had one of those Kit Kats that's like multi, like chocolate and mint? No, I haven't. I haven't. Uh, I haven't They're like called Kit Kat Duos. They'll change your world. This one's even better than the one that I found. It was combined with the strawberry. So I'm like, oh, I got to get that. So I fish in my pocket, and I got some change, like good change, right? Like, like solid silver change. I got $1.46, and it was going to cost me $1.60. So I walk up to the front, and I'm kind of making, you know, what's up with the dude in the and you know, taking, and I give my change, and he goes, it's $1.60. So I'm 14 cents short, right? So at first, I kind of look at the homie, and I can tell he ain't budging. Like, 14 cents, is that's too much for him. He ain't going in his own pockets. You know, like, they'll do every now and again. Not going to do it. So then I go into the give a penny, take a penny thing, right? And I get it. 14 cents is a little bit much, but at this particular establishment, I've gave well over 14 pennies in my career of going to this place. I probably gave 10 bucks. I'm always leaving my change, and I'll leave nickels and dimes and quarters and all kinds of stuff. So, I, I'm, you know, I'm like, first I make a joke. I'm like, I hope I can find a dime. And then he's like, you're not taking 14 cents. And now he's getting all rude with me. And I go, dude, I come here all the time. And he goes, you're not taking 14 effing cents. That time he gave me the F word. And I'm like, dang. And now I'm, like, in, like, pressing a little bit, you know what I'm saying? And so I'm fishing around, and I'm, like, looking for something good in there. And he goes, do you not get it? Get the F out of here. And I'm like, bro. So I didn't want to cause a scene, right? So I take my change back, which I had already laid out, and gave him back the change. Like, give, me, give a penny, take a penny. What the hell, dude? The dude booted me right out of there. Here's what makes it worse. I went home. I got a quarter. I came back. Because when he gave me the change, my whole plan was I was going to put it in the thing and be like, see, now you got the change. Have a good night. And I was going to be a good dude about it. As soon as I step foot back in there, he goes, get the F out of here. You kidding me? It's give a penny, take a penny. Sometimes it's 14 penny. What's the matter with you, dog? It's take a penny. It's no, take a no, 14 penny no, if you need it every no, now and again. No. I'm in the wrong? Yeah, you're in the wrong. No way. Yeah. He's not in the wrong for swearing at me and kicking me out. No, it's his establishment. Oh. And, I mean, look, if, Screw you, that if guy. you can't afford that candy bar, then... Uh, I can afford the candy bar. At the time, I need a little you, bit of you, help. You couldn't afford it at, at that time. At the time, I need a little bit of help. And well, I was willing to come... Know, okay. You, uh, if you're he taking said that, his like, side. Just All be right. like, hey, you All know, right. I, I got you. When I, I'll be back here. It's over. Bit. Let no, me get fine. this quarter right quick, and I'll be back. All right, cool. 
Uh, we'll get into what the Chiefs need to do because other teams in the division are making moves coming up at the top of the 7 o'clock hour. I've got a Levine's list for you, so if you remember those, you don't want to go anywhere. Maybe we'll talk about Tom Brady for a second because Chris and I differ apparently on what a retirement is. But um, Tom Brady was out for a minute. We'll see how long Bruce Weber's out after essentially resigning at K-State, although I think he saw the writing on the wall. And Conzo Martin technically had a year left on the contract. Buyout was a couple of million bucks. And MU decided at that point, eh, you know what, bro? In the case of Conzo Martin, because I think a lot of people are comparing the two right now. Obviously, you could argue KU's two biggest rivals, if they still have rivals, both KU and K-State. Kind of interesting that if you notice what Bill Self said over the last couple of days, it sounded like he was defending the job that Bruce did in Manhattan, why Bruce was throwing him right under the bus. As soon as they lost, it was, I'm growing out my hair for the FBI and all these things. Like, dog, okay, see ya. Like, he, he knew he was gone. Yeah, I don't think you make those statements unless you know you're not going to have to deal with it a couple of times a year. Anyway, that being said, when you compare the two jobs that both guys did, Bruce did a way, way, way better job than Conzo did. Not even close. I mean, Conzo was there for five years, slipped into the back door of the NCAA tournament once and made it really solidly the other time. I get it. Michael Porter Jr. and all those different things. And But as far as changing the culture, as far as winning basketball games, as far as consistency, as far as putting the program in a good position going forward based on your work, he didn't do any of those things. I'm not trying to pour it on because he got fired, but that's, just, that's why. In the case of Bruce, it was more of a, first of all, he was there twice as long. I mean, anytime, it's just like anything in life. A bigger sample size means it's more time to screw up. So he's been there for 10 years, and when you don't make the tournament a couple years in a row, the fan base is going to come calling. And it feels like the fan base, the administration, and Bruce could never get it right. As a matter of fact, I'm just going to call it like it is. When they were in the Elite Eight that year, what year was that, Chris? Three years ago? <laughs> Four years ago? <laughs> I just know they I'll made Google it. that crap. I know they made it. <laughs> when they were there, I remember thinking, I hope that this team ends up. It was uh, 17. 17. So not that long ago, like four seasons ago. I hope even as a KU fan that this team ends up cutting down the nets. Well, at least going to the final four. I wanted them to win that elite eight game that they lost because I just want to see what the fan base is going to do. There's never been a more volatile relationship that could have been different that I can remember. Like it feels like for Bruce and a lot of my friends went to K-State. Most of my good friends went to K-State. That's how I know about Kites and Aggievale and all those different bars I was talking about earlier, the Purple Pig and Hibachi Hut and all those different spots that don't even exist still. Spent a lot of time out there. Nobody ever liked Bruce. It didn't matter what he did. He could have he could have won three more games that year. He could have won the Elite Eight game, the Final Four game, the National Championship, and gone down the parade, and people would have booed his ass. So it was never a great relationship. Was part of that because he's not the best salesman? Maybe was part of that because people look back and they go, oh, the only time that he won was with Bill Sells players at Illinois. Maybe wasn't that he came after the two most popular coaches in a row. K-State's had with Frank Martin and Bob Huggins. Maybe, maybe it's all those things combined, but he did do a better job than Conzo did by the numbers. Cause he was there for 10 years, which says something keeping a job at that level for 10 years is very impressive. And in those 10 years, six times, I should say seven times they went over 500 in league play. Of course, you took them to the elite eight. So I don't think that it's fair just to look at both those guys and say, well, they basically did the same thing. Bruce, Bruce was, Bruce was good 
Conzo was okay at best. Conzo was not good. Okay, Conzo sucked. Conzo was one game over 500 That's fair. For, his, for his time. At That's fair. Like, I, here, here's my thing. What what do K-State what do K-State fans think they're gonna get to replace Bruce Weber? I don't think that they're expecting somebody better or with a better resume. Like, I just think they were done with Bruce Weber. But himself. I understand, but like you you're not gonna do better. Like you're Kansas State. You're not a destination place. Here's the thing though. Sometimes even if you know you can't do better, change is better. One time, I, one time I stayed, yeah, dog. Listen, one time I stayed in Las Vegas and I was at a one-star hotel and I did it. For, we were there for three nights and I was like, I can't stay here anymore. We went to another one-star hotel and it still sucked. They both sucked, but the second place sucked a little bit less because it was different. It just feels like it was time. I just don't feel like like when I when I look at what he brings to the table as a coach. I don't think that it's it's really much different than what they would replace him with if if it would be better. Than, what, no, okay, let me like, get, I just let, I think let me give you some actual names and then you decide okay, would would have been better to just keep Bruce. What if now that Frank Martin got fired today, he could get right with the administration, completely different people and say, "You know what? I'm willing to sign the four-year deal and come back to Manhattan Why and do Frank what I did." Frank come back there. I'm just saying <laughs> It's, it's, I don't think it's a complete pipe dream. There's definitely going to have those conversations. Why would he come back there, though? I mean, he's going like, to need a job. He like wasn't, if you great, got, he wasn't yeah, great in South there's Carolina. A, there's a lot of jobs out there that he could go get, though. What You think they're going to line up to get Frank Martin? I love Frank Martin, but he wasn't great at South Carolina. I know he took him to a Final Four. Bruce took him he to the Elite Eight. He wasn't great at Kansas State, either. Bruce was, you know? Bruce was better at K-State than Frank was in, in South Carolina. Yeah, but... The thing is, is the SEC doesn't care about basketball. Like, they, and they were both there for ten years. Yeah, like he, the SEC doesn't. They don't care. Like, and that's part of the thing about like Conzo too. Is like, uh, look, Conzo took a bad job. Like, I think he's a decent coach. Took a bad job. Went to a like you don't want to don't don't coach basketball in the SEC unless you're coaching at Kentucky. Like that's the only place you really want to coach coach at if or or maybe Florida. Like Florida's had some pretty decent coaches over the last few years. But don't don't take the job at at uh don't don't go out there and take the job at at South Carolina and think you're gonna succeed a whole lot. And he actually did pretty decent, but still Hold on, hold on. Like he made a hold final on, four with on. them, but like you're just would not Would you say that would you say that to Rick Barnes that don't take that job at Tennessee, even though you got a chance to win the national championship? I would mean, you say that to he's, Bruce he's Pearl made at them. Auburn? Don't take that job because you have no chance. He had them at number one earlier this year. Yeah. Yeah, You've got to get the right guy. And even though it's an S- I hear what you're saying. It's tough to win in the SEC. It's and nobody really cares hard. because it's just Kentucky and everybody else. You're yeah. right. That being said, coaches have proven the last couple of years that if you get the right guy, I mean, what was was Auburn basketball a better program than Missouri basketball? No. If they made the right hire with Bruce Pearl, they would have been number one for a couple of weeks this year. I don't, I don't know about that. It, I don't know. About what's that. the difference? The they di- both every now and again I, peek I, their I head up like whack-a-mole. That. And it's like, oh, yeah, that guy, that team. I just don't think that that's a – I think that's a conference that's so much harder to win in because people don't associate that with basketball. Like, it's really hard to win in the SEC, especially when one of the teams in your own conference in Kentucky is basically a pro factory. They're basically a feeder program for the the NBA. It's so much harder to play in there, especially when you've got so many other high-profile programs in other conferences, like the ACC, like the, the Big 12, like the Big 10. 
it's so much harder to go out there. And I'll give Bruce Pearl and Rick Barnes a ton of credit for what they've done for going out there and fighting against the odds. But there were a lot of odds against them succeeding where they were because we've seen a lot of coaches go to programs that are a lot more obscure and not have the success they had with other better programs. So I, I, I understand where you're coming from there. But it's just so hard to succeed in that conference in basketball if you're not playing, if you're not coaching at Kentucky, because there isn't that history there. There isn't that long tenured tradition for college basketball. And, and that just makes your job a lot harder. So I, I, I'll say this, like it's it. That's one of those jobs, especially if you're coaching at Mizzou, you know, Mizzou doesn't care about basketball, you know, they don't want it to be bad, but their priority is not basketball. It's football. No, I hear you. Like all these SC schools, except for Kentucky, their prime, their, their primary objective is football. I'm looking at Kentucky players currently in the NBA, right? Like compared to even the other blue bloods. Listen to this. It's a bunch. Bam out of, these are like beasts. Most of them, Bam Adebayo, Eric Bledsoe, Devin Booker, BJ Boston, DeMarcus Cousins, Anthony Davis, Hamadou Diallo, De'Aaron Fox, Winyan Gabriel. Somebody said K-State is a destination place because it's the big, get the hell out of Shea here. Shea Gilgis Alexander. Get the hell out of here. That dude's a beast. Tyler Hero, Isaiah Jackson, Keldon Johnson, Kevin Knox, Trey Lyles, Tyrese Maxey, Malik Monk, Jamal Murray, Nerlens Noel, Emmanuel Quickly. This is currently Julius Randle, Nick Richards, who the hell are you? Rajon Rondo, Carl Anthony Towns. John Wall and PJ Washington, like Devin Booker. <laughs> That's silly. Oh, so is the fact that I ran right through that commercial break. So we got to take one coming up next on the other side. Uh, we're going to talk about sports right here on 610 Sports Radio. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.